a story with me Love who you want to be, who you are Learn these lessons and we'll go far It's story time Story time Story time with Mama G Hello everybody, it is Mama G here And you are listening to Story Time with Mama G The Podcast how are you all this week? I hope you have had an absolutely lovely and smashing week, just as I have had. Uh, do feel free to tell me all about it, and you know how you can tell me about it by now, don't you? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You just need to search for at Stories now. I have a wonderful show for you today, which of course will come as no surprise. I will be telling you a new story, well sort of new, it's not new if you watched Telling Tales on telly, but if you didn't then it is new. It's called The People of Right Way Roundland, and then I shall be telling you all about a really wonderful book that I have discovered and I can't wait to share with you all. But now, is it time for a story? Why, yes, I think it is. been to Right Way Roundland? Oh, have you ever heard of Right Way Roundland? Well, would you like me to tell you all about it? Then let's start at the very beginning, because you know what they say, don't you? That's a very good place to start, because a story that starts at the end is probably going to be quite pretentious. So, would you like to meet the people of Right Way Roundland? Would you? This is Mum. Hello. She's the right way round. This is Dad. Hello. He's the right way round. This is Brother. Hi, how are you? He's the right way round. You're starting to see where they got the name from, aren't you? And this is Sister. She's the right way... Ah, <laughs> oh, she's upside down. When she was born, Mum, Dad and Brother didn't know that Sister was going to become an upside-down person. It's very hard to tell with babies because they just lie there, you know, doing what babies do do. <laughs> Did you hear that? I just said do-do. Do-do. I said do-do. You know, like, you know, like what comes out of a baby. Do-do. But it was an accident. I didn't mean to say it. Do-do. Ah, tough crowd. Well, anyway, I suppose that is mostly what babies do. Do. But as she grew up, Mum and Dad realised that Sister wasn't at all like Brother. For a start, when Brother had started walking, he'd naturally used his feet. 
But when it was sister's turn to walk, she used her hands. Mum and Dad didn't think this was natural at all. They tried all sorts to get her to walk on her feet, but nothing worked. She just ended up walking like a crab, you know, like that yoga position. I would show you, but my hair would fall off. And they did everything they could to make sure that the other people of Right Way Roundland didn't notice that they had an upside-down daughter. They put a wig on her feet and dangled a mask between them. But no one believed they were friends with the Queen. Although, it might be worth taking her for a walk and seeing if you get any special privileges. They tried disguising her as a tree. They didn't really think that one through. You see, whilst they might have thought that having an upside-down daughter was weird, walking trees will always be weirder. And none of this made Sister feel good. Mum, Dad and Brother were so desperate for her to fit in that they forgot to actually make her feel like part of the family. Everywhere Sister looked, Everything was the right way round. Sister started to wish that she wasn't upside down at all. Why did she have to be the one person who was upside down in a world designed for people to be the right way round? She wondered if there was something she could do to change. But one day, everything did change for Sister. She was walking through a park and stopped to admire a beautiful tree. It was the same height as her. She couldn't quite believe it. Most trees were much bigger than she was. And she felt like this tree was looking at her. Maybe she'd been spending too long by herself. She carried on walking. But would you believe it? The tree followed her. Eventually, Sister realised, You're not a tree. You're an upside-down person. And slowly, because tree costumes are notoriously cumbersome, the tree revealed itself to be... Friend. Sister's very first upside-down friend. They stared at each other for ages, just smiling. You know, when it goes on a bit too long and it gets awkward. I'm sorry, said Sister. I never realised there was someone else like me. Oh, it's not just me. There's lots of people like you in Right Way Round Land. Are there? Sister looked around. But the only upside-down people she could see were her and friend. Oh, yes. But as you know, when you live somewhere like Right Way Roundland, you get used to having to hide who we are. But tell me, does this park look the same every time you visit? Sister thought about it. And the answer was no. The trees were 
always in different places. Do you think you know why that was? That's right! It's because a lot of the trees were upside-down people in disguise. As Sister realized this, she looked around the park and saw hundreds of trees walking towards her. Now, if this had been a Shakespeare play, she would have been feeling terribly nervous. But she wasn't. Because she knew this moment was changing her life. She knew she was no longer alone. And as if by magic, she was suddenly surrounded by hundreds of people just like her. Now, unfortunately, I couldn't afford hundreds of other upside-down extras. So I was wondering if you'd like to be part of the story and give me some help. Are you going to help me? All right, well, it's quite simple. All you need to do to pretend to be an upside-down person is I just need you to twist your head all the way round until everything looks like it's upside down. That's it, are you doing it? Oh, uh, hey, now, just stay like that until I tell you to come back round again. Sister spent the rest of the afternoon talking to friend and the other upside-down people. She found out all about their lives. Some of their stories were sad. Some of them were happy. But one thing was always the same. They all just wanted to be themselves. As the afternoon turned into evening, Mum, Dad and Brother were getting worried. Where was Sister? The park was the last place they thought to look. But when they got there, they couldn't believe what they saw. There were no trees anywhere. Just lots of people standing around, on their hands having a party. In the middle of the party was Sister, and they all agreed they had never seen her look so happy. It made them wonder why they thought being an upside-down person would make anyone unhappy. I mean, you're all enjoying it, aren't you? <laughs> oh, good, because I've not said turn around yet. <laughs> oh, go on, lift your heads back up again. It'll be nice to end the story with a bit of a head rush, I think. <laughs> Ever since that day in the park, Mum, Dad and Brother have got to know lots of upside-down people. And they work hard to make sure that nobody is ever made to feel the way they made Sister feel. Because no matter how somebody is different, they are just like you. enjoyed that story. That was The People of Right Way Roundland. Now, when I performed that story in my show Telling Tales on Telly uh, in February, I created The People of Right Way Roundland out of MDF. I made them, they were about four foot tall, 
They looked the same size as a plank of wood and they all stood up and I stuck on their faces and their shoes and their hats and they waddled around the stage and it was all rather marvellous. They reminded me, if you're old enough, of a cartoon from the 80s or the early 90s called The Shoe People. Now, do go and look up The Shoe People if you are too young to remember them because you will be in for a world of joy and delight because they really were quite marvellous and as a young child I was as obsessed with the shoe people as you are obsessed with number blocks. Is that a thing? Are people watching number blocks? I think I have heard of them. But now here's something that I absolutely promise you are going to become obsessed with. It is my book of the week! The book of the week has been recommended to me by at least two people. One of my favourites, Lucinda the Librarian. You can find her on Facebook, Lucinda the Librarian, dash Ballam Library, I believe. And also another favourite of mine, Dan Westwood, who runs the campaign hashtag here for you and hashtag here for you kids, exploring mental health and how we can make it a positive thing. Uh, he recommended this book to me as well. This book is called Me, My Dad and the End of the Rainbow. It's by Benjamin Dean. It's got illustrations by Sandia Prabat and it is published by Simon and Schuster. And I am, I think, oh, I'm just about halfway through and I am having the time of my life reading this book. Now, what I will tell you is that I find a lot of things funny. I find things I see in the street funny. I find pictures funny. I find things on the television funny. Music funny. Podcasts funny. My friends, my family, I find them all funny. And I find books funny. But the strange thing is, is that quite often when I'm reading a funny book, I don't laugh out loud. I have a titter in my head and then I carry on. Or sometimes I don't even titter. I just think, oh, that was funny. But Me, My Dad and The End of the Rainbow by Benjamin Dean has elicited quite a few lols, laugh out louds. And it's not just a funny book. It's also quite heartfelt. Um, and it's about a very interesting subject, which I will tell you about. It is about a young character called Archie, who, oh, I just watched the interview with Meghan and Harry and their son's called Archie. I knew the name Archie was familiar to me actually and this will be why because I'm currently in a world of Archies. Also a big fan of the Archie comic so Archie always stands out. Anyway it's about um, a 12 year old called Archie whose parents have just split up and he thought that everything was hunky-dory. He's not sure why they split up and then it turns out that the reason is because his dad has come out as gay. And the book is a journey of exploration on this matter and also of acceptance. And it is 
really interestingly dealt with because it's all written from Archie's perspective, so in Archie's words, and that's called a first-person narrative when the narrator of a book is saying I and my. Not my. Thy means you. That's a bit confusing, isn't it? And we meet Archie's friends, Seb and Belle, and also there's a slightly older friend called Oscar who gives a little bit of support. And the most amazing thing is that I actually recognise these characters because Benjamin Dean has written this book in a way that I think 12-year-olds will identify with, but also adults will identify with because it feels just like it did when we were 12. You sense the confusion, the anticipation, the excitement for new adventures and just the desire to be loved and be supportive and be a good family member. Now, I'm only halfway through, but Lucinda did tell me that the adventure does take them to Pride in London, which I am not surprised by. There's a, a moment in the book where they find an, uh, a leaflet about Pride in London, and it says July 2021. And as we do know by this point, Pride in London is going to be in September because of the pandemic. So I did get just a little pang, a little pang of sorrow that Pride wouldn't be as early as we had been hoping. But at least there will be Pride this year. Let's have a round of applause for there being Pride all over the country and all over the world this year because we did all miss out last year. Unless you watched Mama G's Family Pride Party, in which case you did not miss out at all. So anyway, I don't know why I'm talking about me when I should be talking about the book of the week. It's Benjamin Dean's Me, My Dad and the End of the Rainbow, illustrated by Sandia Prabhat and published by Simon and Schuster. It really is wonderful and it's about a subject that we do need to explore more, which is people coming out and understanding who they are later in life, which is absolutely fine, but that will cause an effect on the people around you and how do those people respond appropriately and with love and compassion um, and I think we'll find out by the end of this book so do go and find it if you would like to get a copy you can of course go to my bookshop.org shop uh, look for the uh, what is this a podcast look for the podcast reading list and you'll find the book uh, listed there click on it and you will be able to buy it and support not just me but also your local bookshop which is absolutely marvellous. And if you can't remember the link, do not panic. It is in the description. Well, thank you all for joining me for another story time with Mama G. I will be back next week with more delightful storytelling and another fabulous book of the week. Don't forget, in the meantime, you can find me every Sunday at 1pm on Glitterbeam Radio, where I will be playing songs and generally chit-chatting. And then, uh, so far, for the rest of March, every Sunday at 6pm on my Facebook page, at Mamagee Stories, I will be doing my Facebook Lives. And this week's Facebook Live is a book all about Punch and Jody. So we are going to go 
to the seaside and I am very excited about that. And if you watched my Facebook Live last week, then you will have seen me read the book of the week from last week as well. Katie has two grandpas and we also met Julie, who is one of the authors, and Maddie, who is one of the characters in the book. And I had a wonderful chat with them and the book itself is absolutely gorgeous. So these Facebook Lives, my darlings, they really are worth tuning in for. Um, now, uh, some other business? Any other business? Uh, April the 3rd, it has been announced that I am doing another live stream show. This one is called Mama G's Storytime Extravaganza because it is an Easter-themed show. There's going to be some fabulous new stories that I'm very excited to share with you as well as a few old classics and some fabulous songs. It will be live streaming from the Stanley Arts at 2pm and you can get tickets at www.petitepantos.com Something else, but the link will be in the description. Uh, tickets are going to be £5 and uh, you can also buy add-ons such as video messages from Mama G and discounted uh, copies of my book, The Fairies, Fran and Vera. So do get yourselves involved in that. It's wonderful doing the show on Zoom because you can turn your cameras on if you wish and we can feel just like we are in a real theatre, watching a real theatre show. And very soon, my darlings, we are going to be able to do that as well. And I can't wait! Uh, don't forget, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube. Just search for at Mamaji Stories. And please do leave a review, subscribe to the podcast. It's all very helpful and I really appreciate it. And I will see you all next week. Goodbye. It's story time with Mama G. Come and hear a story with me. Love who you want to be, who you are. Learn these lessons and we'll go far. It's story time. Story time. Story time with